Hey, welcome back to the Pop Culture Pod. This is John. For this episode, I had a chat with one of my friends who I used to work with. And since I got to know him, I have looked up to him as a mentor and feel blessed because we became really good friends because we're into similar things. So we talk about him being a father to a 10-year-old, what this means in the age of COVID, and also talk about comic books, uh, movies, video games that he and his son are into. Also, just a reminder to follow us and subscribe to us on the different podcast apps and listen to our past episodes. And now we have an easy way for you to do it. We just launched our webpage, popupculturepod.com. Please visit and follow us on the socials. And just a production note, we had a lot of technical difficulties, and so bear with us. There's a lot of good content on here, so hopefully the sound doesn't throw you off. But I think you'll enjoy what we talk about. Hope you enjoy. Thank you. I'm John, father to Malcolm, and my guest is... Russell, father to Theo. Really cute kid. He's getting way too smart for me. Been wanting to just check in with different... Well, friends we check in with, but like just different dads from the dad perspective on like what's going on with this whole shelter in place since all of us are kind of bringing different, different parts of our lives to this, to fatherhood and this particular moment in history <laughs> yeah because one of the best days i had with him during this during this whole shelter in place uh, stuff was um i was scheduled to be off one day and um thankfully you gave me a lot of materials to use um i bought a, a geometry book for him uh, oh. to teach him geometry during the break i said all right i'm going to teach start teaching him geometry I don't know where they teach you geometry anymore, what grade. I just said, I'm going to start teaching them. And then I pulled one of the art books that you got me. And mm. then just for the whole day, made a curriculum out of materials I had at home. I did art class, did music, did uh, math, did um, some history. All I had yeah. was a Lincoln. That, that was probably age appropriate was Lincoln. Um, and then um, he, he said he didn't like the history. He didn't like any of the other parts. So what did you like about the day? And he said, the geometry was nice. I really liked uh, the art because we started using geometry mm. to to, um, to teach um, some art, yeah. which, you know, you know me, I'm a great artist. I am not a great artist. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so he really, really liked that. And then he like I started teaching him uh, Japanese, you know, some mm. phrases and then teaching him how to write uh, hiragana and katakana. And um, it was a really good uh, connecting moment i just said wow i really wish i could just quit my job and, and do this teach him from home because um i just really enjoyed it and then unfortunately after that no other days off came i had to actually work double <laughs> double time to prep you know to bring uh to help bring the employees back into our building and and working again but nice. it was um a really really good day you know knowing that a lot of people are, are dying and going through through all of this just said well you know i'm trying to remember what i'm actually getting out of this a lot of time with him that um and i'm getting to know him just differently yeah um, and like you know what i've been calling kind of the drive-by weekend stuff that he's gotten from me mm-hmm. where i just see him at night and weekends and so it's been it's been interesting to yeah. see 
That's awesome. That's an awesome day. Yeah, I know. I loved it. I don't know if he was too pleased with it. Outside outside of the art, Japanese. He got to spend time with you, but at least he was, and he was, he's getting to learn some stuff, right? The one thing I picked up, and someone had referred me to this, and um, hopefully, when you know, after all of this, and uh, you know, I have some ability to, to to help them in some way. This Khan Academy thing online uh, mm-hmm. is what we were using before this. What um, I set I set CEO up with before the um, his schools went online, and they just had this great curriculum that you can go in and just work the full day. So I set him up in the, his first week off. Um, he was just doing that um, online, and it's a nonprofit that was uh, set up. I think the person's out of Mountain View, mm. and um, was really, really appreciative of being able to 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 have access to it um, and use it, and that it's out there free of charge for folks. And um, and then his school kind of got up and running, and and he's been working through that. But that car, sorry, Khan Academy set the bar pretty high for um for uh, what he was learning. So now yeah. I'm looking at what his school going what is this you know i had the Khan academy the first week i had the end of the first week and i'm going wait a minute he's he's doing what's half of 94 what is this right. <laughs> so uh, i'm i'm a little i don't want to say disappointed because i know it's a really really hard job and they had to turn on a dime and i'm yeah. going oh boy you know I, I i need to kick this up a little bit so i've now got this homeschooling thing in my head going oh i wish i had the, the means to be able to do this because yeah. it was it was fun and um they're they're capable of learning and and applying so much. Yeah, totally. We, I just downloaded a Khan Academy app for Malcolm on um, a Chromebook. He, has, he hasn't played with it yet. He's been playing the video games he usually plays is are the PBS Kids games, which um, they're the good thing is they're all educational on some level. They're they're learning. You know, there's patterns. There's uh, problem solving and different, you know, the different episodes, the different shows will present different age ranges. So if you pick something that was like maybe Sesame Street, when that is, that leans more towards younger kids, they'll have more counting and letters. And then I downloaded the ABC mouse, um, app and there was a free, I think six months or one month, I forgot what it was, trial for it. So I signed up for that. But I did download the Khan Academy one, but he hasn't played that one yet. Oh. And we, we, and we go ahead. No, we're just saying we, we, we feel fortunate because at his age, we're in, the educational part, although he learns a lot from his, uh, his daycare, his daycare, even though it's listed as a home daycare, it's, it's pretty structured as like a preschool, you know, with um, much open-ended, you know, play-based stuff. But like, you know, he's learn he's learning sight words and numbers and different languages and all that stuff. So he brings that home. Um, at the same time, it's not like it's not like he's we have oodles and oodles of curriculum that we have to support him on um, while at home in terms of learning and whether or not there's like dips in in learning process because of not being in school. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean and it's 
it's good. You know, um, I, I know they've relaxed testing and all those things um, uh, so that we don't have the same that that pressure. Not that we even felt that pressure. But mm-hmm. I'm kind of at a place and not even caring for that. But um, yeah. yeah, they're they're still trying to get it together, and I don't know what they're going to, the school system is um, is going to do to try to deal with that. Um, but they haven't really been pushing very hard. Uh, I think the the good thing that I've seen, which I would hope from everyone kind of going through all of this, is people are very forgiving of it. You know, yeah. normally I I think I, I you know I'm not going to lie. I had my challenges at first going, you know we need to get them his education is really important and they have to figure this out and um i had to wait a little bit to to say okay hold on you know in my own organization we haven't figured all this out we're asking people you know patience as we're trying to do this and please you know let us make mistakes we don't we, we're we're all going through this for, for the first yeah. time um, yeah and seeing his school go through it and um start setting things up you know, I had to just be more of an, a, you know, an adult and say, okay, if I want them to do something else, I'm going to have to sit with them and do it. But, but I can't expect them to do all of this because mm-hmm. you know, there's some kids that he's going to school with who don't even have the internet. And yeah. so, you know, he's fortunate. Let me try to get him, you know, let me, let me do what I can to, to help him out. And so I just wish I could do more. Um, but it, I, I think on your end, it's, it, it sounds that you're doing exactly what needs to be done, exposing him to the apps, exposing him to, to learning and the play and, and, and socialization. <laughs> um, is he, do you know if he, because I can't remember back to three and a half, do you know if he misses uh, being around other uh, kids? He says he misses it at the same time. I, I think he enjoys being at home with mommy and daddy. <laughs> um the the kids do miss each other. We we did we ran some errands because uh, our friend who lives in Mare Island he bought a whole bunch of um, oh he put in an order for hand sanitizer. There's a distillery up there. I think they I don't know I don't know what alcohol they make or what um, spirit they make, but they shifted their production to create hand sanitizer. Um, and some other, you know, some other distilleries are doing that because one, people aren't buying their alcohol, and two, it's like they have the material to create it. Why not also um, help the world, you know, help people? So they were selling gallons worth. Of, so Hung put in, just like put in a request to people if they were interested in it. So we bought some, and a few of the people that bought some were are um, were the families of the classmates that Malcolm has at his daycare. Mm-hmm. And all the kids were really excited to be able to see Malcolm and say hi. It's just that Malcolm had fallen asleep before the first drop off. (laughs) (laughs) He fell asleep like a tenth of a mile. Like the the last turn, he fell asleep right before we got to one of his friend's houses. Um, And he woke up very upset. I think he realized it, but... um, I think he, he definitely misses the time with them because like there's so much more time to play. It's a different kind of uh, attention that he would get at home um, because there's always someone else there to give him attention. Um, yeah. So I, I, and the people, his teachers and the owner and anyone else that's there are really, really great. So um, we, we, we tried to set him up on 
activities like whether it's arts and crafts did some silly things on um, the computer I created kind of like this um, just one time kind of this kind of ad lib kind of um, I figured out how to use uh, Google Sheets as a database or a data set to um, to to do merge tags into a Google Doc <laughs> to basically kind of do an ad lib um, and I was doing it with like uh, a words or words that start with a because I was we were trying to um, he's starting to understand like the sounding of words and he he recognizes letters so he could read some words um, he's he can spell his name and all that stuff um, and then I set up this other game where it was a mixture of math and um, different languages Vietnamese Spanish Tagalog and um, I forgot what the other thing was and I was trying to mix it in with trying to reinforce bedtime routine <laughs> he kind of didn't care about the bedtime routine part of it like the the game board but he just liked to do the questions um, but like again like a lot of that stuff is like okay we have to do it together and um, which is it's fun but then also it does take time. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, um, it watching Theo, the disappointment on his face when I come home, if I can do the afternoon, you know, working from home and, um, watching the disappointment when I say, okay, you know, no, I'm still on a call. I'll come out, you know, at four and then it's five thirty when my meeting's finally actually over and I go out there and say, can you play? Okay, hold on. Let's come back. I want you to do <laughs> geometry with me. No, <laughs> that's not part of the deal. You're supposed to come out. You're supposed to be done with work. I'm done with school. Let's play. No, no, no. I want to. I want to cover the geometry. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so watching the disappointment, hearing you say that Malcolm's going, yeah, I'll play, but I'm not going to do anything related to the ritual of going to bed, you know, on time. No, I'm not playing that game. <laughs> yeah, you can try to play that game. <laughs> so yeah, we go through that as well. And um, thankfully, you know, even though he's ten, he is still listens and yeah. so when you say no this is what we're doing and you know he'll complain but then he'll just go in and I'm, I'm very thankful for that that he's he's okay but i'm waiting for the other shoe to drop where he goes no nah, i'm not doing it make me <laughs> yeah. i don't know what i'm gonna do because i don't know how I, I don't know how to deal with that i've never had to deal with that with him before he's actually been really um easy going and, and compliant uh so but it's been um the uh the thing that was a little amazing to me was um watching him um kind of and it was interesting to me watching him navigate from geometry to the art piece mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how easily the concepts link together and um he he didn't realize i was kind of doing a back door with him to go okay so we'll do art and then as i'm bringing it right back to geometry okay so yeah. we're gonna break yeah. this picture down into this what is it and he's looking at me going, come on, man, <laughs> let me just yeah. draw. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, sorry, I'm going to sneak this stuff into you. <laughs> You're going to know what a quadrilateral <laughs> is by the end of this. Even though you're drawing Darth Vader, there's a quadrilateral in there somewhere. So we're going to find it and you're going to name it. There, there are a bunch of uh, live drawing classes from comic book artists um, on Instagram Live. I mean, th these are folks who are just doing it because, they one, they they would be doing it normally and too it's just like they're stuck at home too so it's a way for them to connect so i could give you a list of them um one 
One of the artists in particular, his name is Mike Hawthorne. He's the current artist for Deadpool. Um, he he does a lot of like perspective work because he's he's usually drawing like um, urban landscapes or urban scenes. Wow. So you know he's from he's lives in Pennsylvania. I'm not sure if he's from New York, but he draws a lot in New York. So he uses a ton of perspective. Um, Oh. He's very meticulous with it. So he's been doing IG Live, maybe Facebook too, but IG Live drawing sessions that um, that Theo might be into because he's drawing Spider-Man and Deadpool and other things. Oh, that's great. You said Mike Harthon? Yeah, Mike. His uh, Twitter and his um Instagram is at Mike M I K E Hawthorne H A W T H O R N E. Um, I've been following him a long time since he was like before he. I mean, he had his break in um, comics already, but he hadn't had his big break where he was he became the regular on Deadpool. Um, but the interesting thing with him is that uh, when Twitter was first like finding its footing um, on a on a mass level. Hung and I kind of got, um, or uh, were really interested in him. I, I I saw him through a different like an art blog, but he had this uh, Twitter account where he would do daily sketches or cartoons of his two year old son, <laughs> and then it would go two year old, three year old, whatever, of his kid just basically saying hella outlandish stuff. Um, it was really funny. It was it was really funny, and so that was kind of like the. The, um, the connection that we had with him. So I always think about him and when, when I think about like fatherhood and art. Yeah. Because he was doing it regularly. I mean, obviously he's a professional artist, but like. Oh yeah, I, that no. Thank you for the resource because the that with that being one of the things that Theo said he really enjoyed doing. Yeah. Um, I thought you know I mean it, what other way can I do this yeah. and I'm not. It's not my background. I can't draw. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that'd be great. There's another artist named Patrick Ballesteros. He's Filipino-American in somewhere in the Southern, Southern California. He's been doing daily sketches, too, or daily drawing classes, too. Um, and Anton, my friend who is a co-host of this podcast, he his daughter uh, watched one of the classes early on a few weeks ago, and she learned symmetry from him. The term symmetry, yeah. It actually brings up my biggest disappointment off of this. Yeah, I'm, you know, you know, I'm a huge comics fan. This has been time for me. It's all I've wanted to do. I haven't really been playing too many video games except the one that Theo wants to play. And so at night to try to get all of this off my mind, I've just been catching up on on comics that I haven't read. And so I set up this, uh, you know, I have an account on Comixology and I just downloaded a bunch of things I would buy when it's on sale. And so um, I thought, all right, well, Theo, if you don't want to read any of the other books that you have during your breaks during the day, here's a bunch of comics. And he's really into Star Wars. So I have some Star Wars comics on there Ooh. and just some, some old comics. And he will not touch any of this stuff. He'll look at it. The only thing he will read is something that I was buying, um, you know floppies for which was um the gamer versus spider-man 
because he he was very much into the PS4 Spider-Man mm-hmm. game. He yeah. would play that day in day out all the time. And they made a comic book, a comic book about it. So I said, well, let me let's go to the, the local shop. Let's pick it up. And so I was getting him some of those, and he'll read that. But it's limited. There's only about ten of them. And yeah. so I said, well, here, try this other. There's there's years and years of this stuff. You know, great stories out there. Great art. He does not touch it. And so <laughs> I'm still, like I said before, with the with the geometry, I sneak it in during the runs. Just go, all right, well, there's a story called Secret Wars. When I was a kid, that was out. And this is what happened. <laughs> this is within it. And, uh, you know, he'll listen to the stories. Yeah. You know? So he's got like a great, you know, just telling him all the, 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 the old tales. But he will not sit down and just read this stuff. And I've got just boxes of this stuff. And also the, the comicsologies won't touch it. And it's it's a huge that to me is a huge disappointment that I have. He, he won't even he won't even read the Star Wars the current Star Wars runs. He reads uh, a couple here and there, but um, it, only Darth Vader. You know, if it's Darth Vader in it, he'll read it. I heard that was that Darth Vader comic book was actually really pretty good. If, if he's into the the Star Wars comics, he might kind of just get into the wormhole of that. I bought him one trade when we did the Barnes and Noble run. I think he read through that. He was okay, but he, he won't go back and read it. It's just not in him. And even this, this game, this card game that we're playing, Marvel Legendary. So he brings out um, one of the ones, uh, one of the games I got him for his birthday was um, World War Hulk. And I said, okay, so this was mm-hmm. a, this is a um, Asian American um, writer mm-hmm. who it was just one of the characters is Amadeus Cho. I said, oh, this is one of my favorite characters. He's an um, uh, Asian American character who's one of the smartest, you know, kids in the marvel universe and i'm trying to show him things that you know they are characters of color in these in these uh in these stories um just not everything is captain america you know blonde blue-eyed guy and um so trying to expose him to him and you know said all right i've got the run you know you can come back and read it and you know on the days the interesting character no no that's good we can play the card game that's it (laughs) and so he is just he hasn't he has not picked it up, and I don't want to force it on him because I know, you know, yeah. I, I don't want to be that that dad. But um, I really would love, you know, with, with the amount of material that I have here to say here, enjoy, you know, it just it's just not happening. Now he'll watch the movies forever. Yeah, has he watched Thor? Thor, the third one. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying to him. I said they actually took that story from yeah. here. That's how I did it on the run. I said these are the actual characters and this was the actual story and they just made it all. They crammed it all into this one movie there. And he's like, yeah, that's great. Okay. <laughs> Does he read other things? He actually, what he spent most of his time, the first um, two weeks, I bought the, a star Wars. I don't know how to describe it. It's an oversized book that has text, but then it also has some uh, paintings mm. of all eight of the movies. It didn't okay. have the ninth just before the final one was released. And he sat, read that through for the two weeks. It's actually pretty thick. And he read that. And he'll read, oh, uh, Dogman. He really likes Dogman, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, kind of graphic novels for kids. Um, Last Kid on Earth, I think it's called. It's another series I got from him. But um, any kind of traditional comics, he's okay. doesn't get into. There's a, there's a Star Wars uh, children's well I, let's see what is this um i think it's kind of a tween book it's not so much ya um called star wars during the resistance it's a it's a novel oh well, you know it's a kid's novel do you have the hoopla app no 
um, if your library participates in it, you can borrow 10 titles per month. And that could be a book, an audiobook, a movie, a TV show, just an episode of a TV show, or uh, music. They have DC on there. I'm not sure if they have Marvel, but then they have um, a lot of different YA books. And so instead of having to buy it on Comixology or now that Barnes & Noble is closed and then being that the libraries are closed, that's another option. It's only 10 per month, but um, I've been using it with Malcolm for the past couple days. There are some like Disney read-along books that actually have a voice reading the book per page. Um, so when we're too busy to read to him, yeah, it's Hoopla, H-O-O-P-L-A. And, and will Malcolm sit with that by himself? Yeah, yeah, he's been doing that a little bit. Like he'll, there's like three or four Frozen books. Today he was reading, getting read the one, this Marvel superhero adventures one, or I don't know what it was, but it, it the main character was Miss Marvel, the Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Oh, okay. Um, and he sat through that, so he likes it. I mean, obviously Theo can read on his own, but <laughs> for Mal- Malcolm, he was, he loves, Malcolm loves books. So it's like, whoever's reading to him, that's fine. Like, it's just someone needs to read, a- read him a book. And there's certain books that he's already memorized that he could read on his own. But that's been kind of fun to kind of add just kind of a different layer. And we've been reading some children's Star Wars books, mostly starring C-3PO, R2-D2, and BB-8. So I've been doing a, her- a terrible C-3PO voice. <laughs> but he's into it, so. You like to sound like a, like, sorry, like my mother. Yeah, my, I have a horrible British accent. <laughs> uh, don't worry. All of, uh, all of them, at least in my family, they all sound the same and they all sound kind of silly at times. Especially <laughs> when you're complaining about things, it sounds really silly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's got a couple, there's a couple of other Star Wars books that he has um, that are a little older than that. Um, and I forget the names of them, but uh, he's read through those. Um, yeah, he, he's, I think he's just trying to watch the movies. Just, uh, let me sit and watch the movies because we don't allow him to watch that much television. Yeah. And so, uh, um, and his spring break is coming up. That's the thing that we're running into. You know, so yeah. Julie said the other what are we going to do for a spring break? I said, well, we can't go anywhere. So yeah. what are we going to do? And she said, maybe we can do things a little bit differently. I said, oh, okay, screen time's over. You know, I'm trying to be his, his lawyer. Screen time's over. Let him watch more movies. Let him yeah. just sit and do. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do worry that he's going to just expect that afterwards. But uh, I'm getting a little tired of, of watching some of these some of these things over and over. I can't watch <laughs> other lightsaber movies. I'm going to go insane. But he, he wants to watch the final three movies and uh i was not a huge fan of the final three movies walked out on the second one the last jedi and i remember that yeah i i um but i said i'll sit down and watch them so yeah it's gonna start tomorrow i think watching the final three we watched empire today i said okay i'm good i'm done i don't need to see anymore <laughs> i'm done but um he yeah he's been kind of pushing for those um so we'll yeah we'll see how long he can actually uh watch these over and over they seem to be a lot more tolerant kids than, than me you know it's like i'd yeah. rather just go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's um on my end though this is the weird thing that i've kind of gotten into during this break and i've stopped because it gets a little too depressing 
is that I started watching Alien, is it the Alien series? Yeah, and then yeah, the, yeah. Uh, Battle of the no no sorry not Battle of the Planet of the Apes uh, Planet of the Apes the new ones. Oh um, yeah, those are good. Yeah, but it, it, in my head I thought, oh, this is some kind of warped reinforcing of viruses getting out to people <laughs> and killing them. I'm, I'm I'm watching it over and over. So, uh, <laughs> they were good. I said, ah, let me not let me not <laughs> watch. It's a little odd. I was tempted to watch I was tempted to watch Outbreak the other day on Netflix. Just because one, I really liked that movie when I was. I probably d- wouldn't like it as much now, but I really enjoyed it in high school. Uh-huh. I, I think I liked it more than other people because every time I would make a joke about Montalbo River Valley, people would know what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> but I'm like, nah, it's a little too close to home. I don't think I want to. I don't feel like digging into that too much. I, was, I finally started watching Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix. Oh, that's great. I love yeah. it. I finally watched, I started watching it last week. And then I didn't really start at the beginning because I'm like, I feel like I've gotten a lot of like the Cool Herc and Sugar Hill Gang. Got uh, uh. Massive Flash kind of stuff. And so I kind of just leapt forward to like the end of season one or the beginning of season two when they started getting into um like the the golden age and the boom bap st- years. And I'm like, oh man. Which ones did you see? I watched the one about like Nas and BDP. Oh, uh huh. Majority of like second and third seasons. I didn't do too much on. I, I watched the gangster rap one last night after I read this like an oral story on Ice Cube's America KKK's Most Wanted album. And how that kind of came to be, and how he worked with uh, the um, the Bomb Squad, and how the whole the whole thing worked out, and then it, it it was basically interviews from all of them. Um, it is really really interesting, and so I'm like, okay, I want to see this part because I kind of feel like I, I kind of know a lot of the gangster rap stuff, um, the, the West Coast kind of like origin story. Mm-hmm. I watched that last night, but the ones I started with were like. The BDP Nas, the East, the whole East Coast borough thing. <laughs> yeah, and it was true. Yeah, kind of being. I wasn't a huge uh, being from Queens. wasn't a huge um, KRS One fan. <laughs> what he would say about Queens, and it wasn't until probably until I moved out here, I said, "Oh, okay, he's all right. <laughs> he's yeah. actually really." Right. But yeah, it was a, that. That was a pretty big thing back then. The the one that I. Um, I mean, they eventually made one about her, but I kept watching it and saying they need to do something about, you know, with Missy. They need to do something with Missy Elliott and uh, um, who I, I find is one of the one of the best that's ever done it. And they finally did something. I said, oh, that was uh, wasn't enough. <laughs> it wasn't enough. It's, it's, was it's it? too short for me. Some of yeah. them. It was. The... Yeah, that's how I felt about the debate episode. Um. And I, I can understand where the the filmmaker's process is because it's it's really based off of like um, as he's talking about evolution, he's really going off of like game changers, like game changer songs. It's not just like movements, but he's very specific about highlighting game changer songs and that it's hard to capture all of that in one thing. But I felt like the Bay, I was like, man, I think this... I feel like the Bay needs at least one more episode or its own miniseries or its own separate season. 
as an offshoot. Um, just because there's so much, I think, that goes beyond like Too Short and Hammer, which, you know, I understand Digital Underground, which I understand why they were chosen as like kind of like the, um, as like the, the key people in Paris. But the, um, and then E40 was really the only one from the, the Bay that was represented from, that was like, a very much Bay Area, like mid to late, or actually all 1990s Bay Area sound, like the gangster sound, the, the player sound, that was beyond what Too Short was doing. Um, but I'm sure they'll get to it. There's so much content. <laughs> I really liked um, Biz Marquee. And I'm going, all right, do something on, you know, on Biz. And um, it's just, there's so much out there. Um, and I, you know, I agree with you. They're doing kind of the, the main, the main bits. And as I go through it, you know, it's like, I was actually really disappointed that they, they lumped all the female MCs together early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they started doing some breakouts from there and I said, wow, it's just, there's a, there's a lot that they're not getting into with this, but, but even the format, you know, I'm a huge, um, tribe called, uh, tribe called quest fan. And that there wasn't too much to that either. I thought oh, it's just a lot to this. And, and uh, so I'm hoping that they'll they'll unpack a lot more of it. Um, and I'm not as familiar. What was really interesting to me was um, so I, I work with someone who's from uh, Atlanta, yeah. and he's constantly trying to get me to listen to Outcast and going, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's, it's my it's not my not, not my cup of tea. Um, and so I, I watched. It. I said, okay, I can kind of get where you get with you know where you, we were talking about the episode afterwards. I said, I get where you're coming from with this. It's, it's actually okay. She goes, well, Kate, they didn't even show half of what Outcast has done. <laughs> so she's yeah. got the same thing. It's like, there's so much more that they could be doing. One thing to not watch, something called containment. Oh, that's that's another pandemic thing, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Started watching it. Unfortunately, left it on while Theo came in and some kid had blood all over his face or something. <laughs> I just said, okay, I'll turn it off. Sorry. Um but yeah, no, the, the hip hop. Um, so, wait, which ones haven't you watched yet? What are you still waiting to a watch? Bunch. I mean, not, not... I, I haven't done the Miami based stuff. I haven't done, I haven't done Atlanta yet, and then I haven't done any of like season four yet. So, the first season I did the gangster rap one, and I did the Run DMC Def Jam episode. Um, although the archival footage in it has been is pretty dope. Yeah. All the videos from the park, all the videos from the clubs. For me, interesting to see the these folks all just old, <laughs> just coming in and talking about what they were doing when they were younger. It's funny to see them just older and reflecting back. Yeah, yeah. So no, that that's that's a really really good series. Uh, the other thing that I watched on there, and this was before the the COVID stuff. I uh, finished. I wish I could watch it now. You know, watch it again. Uh, wish I had more time. Is um, Hentified. It's about a neighborhood being kind of changed with uh, people moving in, people with money moving in. It was, um, I don't know, it was really uplifting. Yeah. Felt good, yeah. And so that was, um, you know, if you're looking for a, a good, kind of a good watch, good comedy, um, nice story, nice writing, nice acting. thought it was really, really good. Yeah, not a downer. Like the <laughs> aliens and <laughs> Planet of the Apes and all the stuff I'm watching. Yeah. And, and for the fifth time, Luke's got work of getting his hand chopped off. figuring out like how it's going for you and other things you're navigating from like a socio-cultural perspective 
in terms of uh, being in outdoor spaces, you know, because obviously everyone has a different per, um, experience with this. Oh, yeah, no, I can go into a couple of those things. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am not putting on a mask, I'll tell you that much. I'd rather I... die from COVID. <laughs> I, well, you know, it's funny. It's not funny. It's sad that you say that, but it's funny that you say that because um, I had the same kind of perspective too. I mean, not being um, a black man, but being being a Asian presenting dude. I know I'm Asian, but then you know, I don't identify as Asian as much as I do Filipino, and I'm a little bit different. I'm a little browner, walking around with a baby. Uh, but still getting, you know, weird looks. Uh, for which part? Because I know uh, on, on Julie's end, she's getting it just for being Chinese-American. Are you getting it for, uh, you know, where do you think its stairs are coming from? I think it's because I'm Asian, you know. Um, I mean, you know, like, being a brown dude or um, brown or black man, you're going to get looks anyway. But <laughs> um, in this per- in this particular situation... There's an awkwardness already on the street in terms of people like trying to have social distancing, but I was walking on um, a sidewalk take, for one of my first few days, just trying to get a walk in on that day. And I was about to converge on a street corner at the same time as this um, this woman. And then when she noticed I was like walking on that corner, she it got super awkward. She like broke in her tracks. Um, I mean, froze on her tracks or whatever that term is. And it was like super, super awkward. I kind of just chuckled. Um, because, well, you know, I mean, it could have just been awkward. I, I, I can't, I don't know what it is, but then already knowing going outside that people are going to be kind of um, having that kind of a. That re- that reaction. Yeah. yeah the, the, the cost of the absence yeah. and the stare. Yeah, and you know, uh, yeah, yeah. You don't. You never know, right? You you don't know if it's because of whatever people are just being awkward. Because I'm awkward, so. <laughs> um, but you never know. Sorry, go ahead. What you're saying? Yeah, no, no. I mean, for me, the way I've gotten around all of it, you know, especially since they've said it's it's okay for people to wear face coverings, and I said, well, that'd be great if I were a different shade of of skin tone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to have to go without because, uh, you know, I don't want people to think I'm there to rob them. I've yeah. been doing a lot of my my stuff early in the morning. So oddly for me, I'm up at 3.30, sorry, 3 o'clock. I'm doing a 3.30 a.m. run. And it's, it's like the zombie, you know, it's like the zombie apocalypse happened. There's no one around. Yeah. Nothing's going on. And I'm just running. Occasionally, I see a police officer, and as long as I'm just, you know, look like I'm jogging and, and the way I'm dressed, and I don't have my hood on, right. um, I, haven't, I haven't been stopped by them so far. Uh, but there's no one out. And then um, I think the only place where I'm starting to run into people that I'm really cautious is at the supermarket. Mm-hmm. And so I had an awkward um, uh, interaction just around social distancing um, because I um, kind of forgot about the rules for it for a little uh, minute. And then got yeah. a little to someone and had the cashier just go off on me. And I said, oh, okay, sorry, sorry. And I, you know, I back up and I just said, okay, let me just do this all at six in the morning, five in the morning if they're open, get it in, get it done. There's not really very many people around. So I've just shifted my entire day to going around um, early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so I just not interacting with anyone. Um, and then now with the masks, I just said, you know, I'm just going to have to, 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 um, 
to chance it because yeah, I don't want to put much like I don't want to put a hoodie on. I don't want to put a hoodie on before this, you know, the hood up. Period, and now yeah. I don't want to add a mask. No, that's that's okay. I'd, I'd rather I'd like COVID get me before the before the police do. <laughs> so that means that's, serious. Um, yeah. Now where it does help is this is a great part about being a dad. So one of the things I'm doing with Theo is running with him um, on the um, on the weekends. And so we'll go in the middle of the day because he's not getting up there early. So mm-hmm. we go in the middle of the day. I have him with me. It's a little bit better. People give me a lot more space, you know, but yeah. by myself, I've got jeans and boots on and a, and a hoodie. Yeah, I'm not throwing a mask in there, too. You know, I'm sure you've been told why you're being paranoid, why you always assume the worst. But then it's like, you have a right to assume the worst, right? Uh, oh, like yeah. It, there's an, I mean, especially, I mean, I can't compare it to being a black man, right? Obviously, but like there's um, looks and, you know, once you get it every regularly, it's part of like your, you just expect it or not expect it, but it's just like you could assume, you know, fairly assume that, you know. It becomes part of your makeup as you're as you're getting up. You know, I have to figure out a way to look less threatening, and mm-hmm. that's just it's unfortunate, you know. Yeah. And so, and and the unfortunate part for me is I I don't live in New York City anymore, where it's not like you know it's not that bad mm-hmm. as bad there. I'm living in a in an area that um, in certain days I'm the only black person you're going to see in this neighborhood, and um, and so it just becomes part of it you know just the constant smiling and waving you know just to try to disarm everyone um mm-hmm. and it's tiring and that was before all of this <laughs> i know that's before all of this it's like uh, the exacerbation of whatever was happening before yeah well it, and and this is where i feel for uh anyone who is asian asian american or even identified as asian american um or asian getting what they're getting now you know with the whole kung flu comments and mm-hmm. um all of that nonsense that's coming out you know and, and and i've actually heard it from people that i didn't think would lean that direction yeah. and i just it, it it constantly amazes me at how quickly we yeah. go there um <laughs> and put people you know and, and people at risk because we don't we can't get out of this for some reason in this country it's just yeah. very and so I just feel for, I think, uh, Julie, she had an interaction today at the supermarket where, mm. uh, and I wasn't with her. She, she said that, uh, someone stopped and started yelling at her and she yelled back at the person. Um, and, um, I don't know if it was racially motivated or not, but you know, that's, that's, you know, I can tell it kind of, it, it hurt her going yeah. through that, you know, and she's got to start thinking of this, um, as she goes through the day. And it's just, um, it's amazing to me. How we yep. continue to do this, yeah, no. So that that's with with the uh, with the outdoors. That's getting out early in the morning has just been the only way I could figure it out. Um, I would really love to, because um, uh, mainly I have to get Theo out and get him exercise because he's in mm-hmm. here. He's kicking a beach ball into the sofa every minute. You know, I'm going, oh boy, this guy's gonna wreck the house if I don't get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying trying to figure out some other ways. We can't use a basketball courts, which is something we used to do. Um, so tomorrow I'm going to try to teach him how to, uh, uh, ride his bike. It's something that we were doing before this COVID uh, stuff broke out mm. and, uh, he's never learned how to ride a bike. So I'm going to try to do that to get him a little bit of exercise. Cause he hates this running when we do it. He absolutely hates it. <laughs> 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 Our kid is suffering. 
Um, but I've got to figure out something because he's going a little stir crazy without um, being able to play kickball with his friends. How's how's uh, Malcolm dealing with it? You know. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. No. I feel we feel the same as it's. It's. We know that we have to get him out of the house to, or at least we have to get him active to 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 get some energy out partially to hopefully like if we time it properly to get him to nap in the middle of the day so that there's um more of a pleasant afternoon he's not super off the hook when he's um he hasn't napped but you could tell that those days in particular when he's he doesn't nap that his afternoon he's a little um he's a little bit more unwieldy and so i'm really outside but by myself i'm usually with malcolm I'm pushing a stroller, and like you, you know, like you said, like when you're in the middle of the day, you're running with Theo, it's kind of a little more disarming for people because it's like, oh, it's a, it's a dude with a, it's a father with a son. How dangerous can they be? But then it's like, I'm still walking around with um, an Asian baby and an Asian three, three and a half year old, and people are still, I feel, giving me weird looks. I mean, I had a really interesting interaction with this um, lady. I was walking in the park. And this is after I passed a pretty pleasant, um, you know, middle-aged man, white man at the park. And just said, hi, you know, how are you doing kind of thing. I was trying to do like, you know, like the whole um, make it obvious that I'm, I'm not a threat kind of thing. And so I went up to this um, a, a sidewalk that shot off onto like another part of a neighborhood. So I pulled him up there just to let this lady go walk her dog. And then she froze in her tracks. And then she looked up and she says, oh, I'm going up there. And she was really cold. It wasn't like, oh, hey, I'm, 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 I'm headed up that way. It was very like kind of like she felt very she was talking to me like she just felt very threatened or scared. And so I moved and then I was just trying to figure out like how are we going to do this and give the space or me give her space and have her cross pass me and then go up the um that other sidewalk mm-hmm. and so i'm just like okay i'm just gonna um keep walking look away hold my breath just do whatever what, whatever is physically obvious as a indicator to show that uh, you know i'm not trying to um spread my germs on her in any way you know what i mean yeah so i walked by her and i saw i was looking at her face and she was like legit looking it wasn't an awkward look it was like um like maybe she was awkward because she didn't want to make eye contact but it was like she looked scared just walking her dog and I'm walking with a a pretty cute three and a half year old child um in a stroller thankfully we found not we found we knew, we knew of this place in um alameda at the naval base there's like so much open space there because it's you know it's other than a few businesses and a bunch of like breweries and wineries it's really there's not too much there and so unless you're intentionally trying to get into people's personal space you can't um you can't get in people's space so that's where we've been trying to take malcolm for walks and to ride his bike and or his balance bike and his scooter and play soccer and stuff um he also can throw rocks into the the water, um, and it's been fun. But the thing is, like the first week of lockdown, his daycare was still open, so we brought him there. There was only like three or four kids that were going. Actually, no, that's not true. 
we went to our friend's house who also is goes to that, her son goes to that daycare. So there was only three of them that was at that, that house and then two of the teachers. And so that for, for first full week that he was home with us, uh, by that Tuesday, he was like, no, I don't want to go in a car ride with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, I just, I just want to stay home. No, I don't want to go get bubble. Like we've been trying different ways to bribe him or like, here, play with, um, play Animal Crossing for 10 minutes or here, play on my iPad for 10 minutes or let's go get French fries or let's go get ice cream. And now it's basically like, nah. <laughs> See, it's funny you say it because Theo's, Theo's been a little bit of the same. And so I'm starting to amass, you know, a collection of half um, filled Gatorade bottles trying to bribe this kid to get out of this house. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's, he's now become acclimated to, eh, I'm, I'm good. I don't need to go out. I don't want anything else. Everything I need is here. Just make sure you bring me some pretzels. I'm good. <laughs> and so, yeah, I have to bribe him with that and um, um, occasionally some pizza. But even now, he's like, yeah, you can go get the pizza. Just bring it back. Like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I feel like Theo and Malcolm may have been may, maybe talking in their sleep to each other. Because <laughs> that's pretty much what Malcolm's saying the same thing. Like, you want to get... You want to get fries? And, and he says, no, you go get fries. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so I can get fries just for myself, just for me and mommy. And he says, no, for all of us. <laughs> and make and it quick. Like, yeah, I know. Make it quick. Get back here. I need to, I need those fries while I watch all these, all this TV and play these video games. Yeah, no, it's been it's been the interesting part. We we're we're now moving past the some of the screen time you know constraints that we've had on him. Like right now, he's watching uh, the Star Wars series because he wants to watch uh, watch all of those. Uh, and mm-hmm. so some of that's being broken. And I think getting this this back when school starts again, well, hopefully starts again in in, in August. Getting this back and getting him back into a routine is going to be a pain in the behind because I mm-hmm. think he is really. Um, and I would have loved it too. When I was his age, I would have, I don't have to go to school. I don't have to go outside. I can sit and read comic books all day and, and yeah. you know, do, do my homework. I'm good to go. I don't need to go anywhere. Yeah. And so this is going to be a nightmare bringing him back to a normal schedule. Uh, but, you know, he, he, he's actually doing well. I'd asked him, um, you know, I said, when this was first happening and we started, we started getting a little bit worried. I would occasionally ask him, you know, how are you doing with all of this? Are you okay? Do you have any questions? And he goes, no, I'm fine. He said, you know, is there anything you want to do? Anything you miss? He said, I just miss kickball with my friends. Um, and that's been it. And even going through it, he's just been saying, no, I'm fine. You know, it's, it's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just amazing how kids can just regulate themselves and get through anything. And I'm right. saying you're not worried about all these different things you know can i get toilet tissue do i did i get enough food did i make enough food for everyone Uh, and he's like yeah no i'm good just let me watch star wars (laughs) (laughs) and go get my pizza hurry up (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's been amazing on that end he's he's just been he's been uh really even keeled through all of this but he's destroying the couch so kicking his ball into how did he feel about celebrating his big um Big landmark birthday. Yeah, he turned. Yeah, yeah, I turned ten. We actually were supposed to have uh, my mother coming out here. We had booked her to come out here uh, back in January, um, 
to uh, stay with us for a week um, during his spring break and be here for his birthday. And so we canceled that. Um, couldn't have any kind of party for him. So he's actually, he, uh, Julie's doing something creative with him, which I could never do. Mm. Um, he's arranged for uh, a Netflix viewing party. Oh, hey. So, yeah, so they're going to watch, Infin- uh, he and his friends are going to watch Infinity Infinity War. Mm-hmm. You know, through that Netflix uh is it? Do you know if it's chatting or or voice? You could. I'm not. I have never done it, so I think you could text. I think that you could chat. Like I think that you could watch it, and then it's all synced up at the same time, so that you can all react at the same time. Um, I'm not sure though. I haven't used it, so that sounds fun. Yeah, he's gonna do that, and then I think one of his classmates uh, did not have, um, doesn't have Netflix, and so they just. They they had a Zoom party the other day um, on his birthday, and then Julian Theo on his birthday just drove around to everyone's uh, to his different classmates' um, homes and brought them um, I think you know, some treats like a Kit Kat or something like that, and um, just to say hey, you know, it's his birthday. So they just delivered something to his classmates, and so he said he he loved it. He said oh, it was really nice. His party's tomorrow, so we'll find out how that goes. But he, um, yeah, he, he really liked the low-key birthday. Well, the one thing I did, because this is one of the things that uh, he and I have been doing to keep sane through all of this. The, the thing I did, I said, um, we've been playing this game, uh, Marvel Legendary, which is a card game uh, that mm. I bought for one of his fun, school fundraisers years ago. But I never figured out how to play it. So we um, learned how to play it a couple of months ago, really got into it. So I said to him, okay, because we're not having a big party, I'm going to buy you a bunch of Marvel Legendary sets. And so that's what we've been doing when we wake up. When he wakes up, we're playing a game. When I come home from lunch, we play a game. At night, we play a game. And so whenever I say we're playing cards, that's what we're playing. And so he, um, I think he was just happy to get a bunch of those sets to, to play. And so I'm getting knee deep in all these old Marvel comics uh, stories from these, these old card games and sharing them with them as we run. So it's been, I've really oddly really appreciated this time um, because I have so much access to him and because I'm usually working so much, I don't see him that much. And so we've just been able to talk through a lot and, um, you know, just be together, which is really, really nice for me. Um, Yeah, it's really nice. Is there anything else you want to share? Any other insights? No, just patience. <laughs> that's about it. Patience with each other. I guess, yeah, that's my my only advice is enjoy enjoy the time as a parent, uh, especially if, if you, like me, you don't have as much time with, with your child. Yeah. I'm just enjoying that part, but I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks. Thanks for being on. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. More than happy to come back at any point. Yeah, let me know. Yeah.